I try to do better than I slip. I'm a I'm a self-care backslider. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Elise Real. And I'm Isha Bell. And this is Full-Time Black Women, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and feel the soul. So what are we talking about today, Elise? Today's topic is superficial self-care. Superficial self-care. Yeah, I've been over there. Usually it's regular, but don't have me on a spur, a spur, a spare. Who cares? Because I don't really do self-care. But look, I'm trying to be better. That's why I listen to Fools of Black. I'm coming through. And sometimes my care is whack. But guess what? Today, I'm going to learn how to make sure to not outburn, burn out. Dang. Ugh. All right. I'm just going to come back around and do that. That was just a superficial okay. rap. I, I'm, a, he, I'm, I'm trying to go with the talk. I'm trying to help us out. You I know what I'm saying? I feel you. I'm gonna clap it up um, for that. Don't, don't please, don't give me, a, don't give me a pity clap. No, no, please no. Please don't give me a pity clap. Okay? I mean, it might be just a little bit. It might. I mean, it's it was good effort though. It was good effort. <laughs> <laughs> that was a warm up round. I give you a a C for effort. <laughs> C. Dang. <laughs> I would at least did a C plus. That was C. That was spur of the moment. So I would give a C plus at least. <laughs> Okay. So. Right. What is superficial self-care at least? So self-care has been moving up in priority since the beginning of 2020, right? Sometimes you'll see it depicted as luxurious spa visits and shopping sprees and lavish vacations, practices that appear slightly materialistic to get you to buy the latest and most expensive thing. And to some, it was a practice mm-hmm. reserved only for the white and wealthy. So to reach a wider audience, media began to focus on the simple things you could do, like bubble baths and painting your nails and facial masks. And we went over some of these things in our episode, Pampering for Pennies, uh, if you want to check that out and get some some examples. And while all of these things from lavish to basic can have an impact on your mood and well-being, there's a deeper level of self care that exists that is not often talked about so self-care is an intentional act done for the purpose of supporting and promoting one's physical mental or emotional health and well-being it can take many forms but overall self-care is necessary in order for us to manage stress protect our energy and live our best lives as our best selves so today we want to go deeper than the superficial versions of self-care and offer some additional options that you can have that you can do to have a longer Effect and stronger impact on your well being. And <clears throat> I am excited for this. So, before we go on and on, we want to be clear we're not saying that the other things aren't self care. Like, if you want to take a bath, a bubble bath, please take your bubble bath. If you want to paint your nails, what, what kind of bubble bath? What kind of bath? Bubble bath. There, there you go. I we don't do you. bubble baths. It's a Bubble. Yeah. Yeah. That look at a jiggle. Okay. (laughs) Jiggle. (laughs) But yeah, we're not saying these things aren't self-care. If you want to do those things, please do so. That's that also helps boost the mood and does all the things. We just want to start a discussion about the less glamorous, often less appealing self-care that no one typically wants to do or talk about, but everyone still needs. So 
Well, I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, I feel like self-care is one of those things you cannot talk too much about. Mm-hmm. You could talk too little about self-care, but yes. I feel like there it's impossible to talk, to talk too much about it because there's so many ways that you yourself may not know could be a positive form of self-care for you until you know, until you try it. You know, like you can't don't knock it till you try with a cup of self-care. Absolutely. Like that's what I'm definitely down for. So I hope you guys are down for learning more about this topic um, after this break. It is 2022, a new year, a new you, a new idea. And who's joining the podcast crew? That's all I'm trying to find out. Look, if you're trying to join the podcast crew just like us, go ahead. Click on the link. Full-time Black Woman forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash. Buzzsprout is ready for you to get all those thoughts that's been in your head all 2021 and you're ready to put it out there for the rest of the world to listen to 2022. Join the team. We use Buzzsprout and guess what? It's made us so much better. Right, Elise? I would have to say so. They provide so much for you to get started. You'll get your own great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into different websites and different areas, detail analytics so you can see who, when, what, where they listening, how they listening, all of the things and tools to help promote your episodes and much, much more. I'm telling you, it's amazing to see where y'all listening to us at we all over the globe right now mm-hmm. and you should be too so just click the link in the show notes fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash buzzsprout forward slash to get your $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for a paid plan and it helps support our show exactly and guess what if you want to upgrade Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Make sure you join the winning team, the only team. If you're tired of people dancing in your videos, you're tired of the producers making you wear shiny suits and everything else, <laughs> come on over to Buzzsprout, okay? Fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash Okay, we are back. Let's go, Bo. No stats for that ass. Stat for the max. Stat for the. Oh my gosh, I'm just losing my mojo. I don't know why. I don't think so. What I think happened? It's, I think it's Maybe there. Because it's all the superficial self care I've been doing. <laughs> That's what it could be. Maybe. But we'll figure it out. <laughs> but we can go ahead and get started with those stats for that ass. Hey, stats for that ass. Hey, we bringing you the facts with some stats for that ass. So, Elise. What's that? Aludera Adeo wrote, by choosing to intentionally take care of yourself, you are letting the world know you are a person who knows her worth and cannot be made a black martyr. Oh, I love that. A black martyr. Oh my gosh. That is definitely speaking to me. Now, radical self-care goes beyond your physical fitness. It also includes your emotional well-being as well as the condition of your soul or spirit. Now, when you think of self-care, you are not thinking about your soul 
or spirit. At least I'm not. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I know I do the superficial self care. So I don't know about everybody else who really have a true self care routine who is on the self care journey. Right. If they get that far, what about you? No, no, that was the least of my concerns at the time. It was like, look, I'm I'm tired. So usually self care was like a nap. <laughs> like yeah. or maybe maybe uh I go shopping working out yep working out or stretching one of them mm-hmm. things um mm-hmm. but yeah I was not thinking about my my soul or spirit at the time which is something I think yeah. we need to do because like that's we under do. attack like all the time <laughs> We are learning with you all. Listen right. to us. Like a lot of the times when we look up these different topics to discuss, it's based off of discussions that we have had internally and with one another. So we're learning as we go along as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So also at least Georgia State Professor Stephanie Evans and her book, Black Women's Yoga History, Memoirs of Inner Peace, uncovered this little known Black history fact. Rosa Parks had a Four decades long yoga practice. What? Nuts. Rosa Parks. Right? Nuts. I, she was doing yoga in these streets. I did not know that. Okay. Mm-mm. The Library of Congress archives contain photo evidence that Mrs. Parks not only took yoga classes, but also gave public demonstrations in Detroit as early as 1973. This is a Black history fact. I did not know me existed. Either. What? Me either. That that is news to me. I was shocked to hear that. Like honestly, like never would have thought. For some reason, the idea of yoga and Rosa Parks just did not go together to me. I don't know. It just didn't. It. I would have never imagined. What was the first time you were introduced to yoga? Mm, uh, college, maybe. I don't know how. Were you introduced to yoga? Uh, you know what? I take that back. I didn't know it was yoga. So it was probably like playing Street Fighter with the the little dude in the Street Fighter game. I forget his name now. Adioke! That's all I know for Street Fighter. Um, but I didn't know what it was, but he was always in this pose. And I was like, oh, that looked cool. Um... God. Well, I know the first time I was introduced to Street Fighter. I mean, how <laughs> <laughs> you messing me up? Elise, you said you messing me up right now. No, I meant to say when I was first introduced to yoga, it was probably through watching a movie. And I saw women going to a place with a mat and they were stretching and working out and stuff like that. But they were all white women. That was probably yeah. the first time I was introduced to what yoga was. Yeah. was through Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so his name was Dawson. I was introduced to Dawson because he had some of these poses and I was like, that looks kind of cool. Huh. And then I was like, all right, this is like fighting stance stuff. But it's, it obviously it was video games, but it's not, <laughs> I was just, I was just amazed because he was just like floating <laughs> and I thought that was cool. But, um, who floating in yoga? Exactly. But I didn't, that's what I mean. Like, I didn't know what it was. I just thought that oh, the pose, okay. the look was cool. And then, um, again, like to your point, it was definitely white women in Hollywood in movies. I don't think I saw that many mm-hmm. black yoga people until college. <laughs> honestly, I don't even. I remember 
remember the first time I ever tried yoga was in college and it was at a community center with other black people and stuff. Yeah. But that was the first time I ever saw black people actually doing it. Like, yeah. Still to this day, like when I was check, trying to find out things to do for myself, you know, postpartum, mm-hmm. and I was looking for you know, some yoga classes, the whole advertisement and all the studios around me yeah. were nothing but skinny white women. Yes. And yes. There are people, but we're still a minority in that, which is crazy because yoga comes from brown and black countries. That's the thing. Uh, yoga comes from brown and black people. You but know, colonization just... is a mug. Man. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, Culture appropriation. It is. Isn't that nuts? Completely wiped out the faces of black and brown people in yoga to the point where you where don't even associate <laughs> black and brown people with yoga. Like no. that's I be really but. thinking about it is ridiculous. But okay, let's get into this. Yoga is great. Do yoga. Um, but skip. Nope. Do yoga. We're in the process of skipping superficial self-care, right? We're not focusing on the little frou-frou things that we can do. So we're going to dig deep. And these are some examples of ways for you to dig deep in your self-care to really get the most out of yourself. So we'll take a look at options for five areas of our lives, physical, social, mental, spiritual, and emotional. So the first one, physical self-care. This is one that usually comes to mind first when you think of um, when you think of self-care things like everybody automatically is thinking like yoga and like eating right and stuff like that when they come in contact with self-care and includes all the things that are necessary for your body to run at its best. All the things that we normally think of that are good for you that sometimes we tend not to do. So taking a walk outside and things like that. But to dig deeper than that. You want to make sure that uh, you schedule and attend your checkups, routine cleanings, et cetera. This is a form of self-care. This is not, I'm not saying that, first of all, let's make it clear. Self-care is a necessity. Like you shouldn't be skipping self-care anyway. So while. Can you stop looking at me? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, technically I'm looking at me, but you know. However you feel. (laughs) (laughs) A hit dog go holler. (laughs) So self-care is a necessity. So even though we're saying that scheduling and, and attending, don't just schedule it and let it sit there and reschedule it later on, like constantly pushing it off, like actually go to these things. Even though we're saying it's self-care, it is, it is a part of your well-being. Like, this is what you should be doing. And because for many reasons, number one, we are two times as likely to likely to suffer from heart disease in comparison to white women. Mm-hmm. We are 1.6 times as likely to have high blood pressure and 30% oh. more likely to die from heart disease. So Ooh. that's, and that's just, just one area. Like there are multiple other things where we are leading, where we shouldn't want to lead. You know what I mean? As far as your health is concerned. So go to your checkups. Um, Next, complete self-check-ins and stop ignoring your needs. So 
the important thing here is to consider yourself. We are always in the process of checking on others. We always checking up on family, on your loved ones, on children, on friends, on your co-workers even. You're always check we're we're always checking in for others, but we forget to check in with ourselves. Like, girl, are you tired? Like, at least are you hungry? Are you hungry right now? Or are you just bored? Or are you cold all the time? You know, that's a sign of anemia. It could be. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, are you feeling stiff? You need to stretch. Are you feeling tension in your hips and your shoulders and your knees when you wake up in the morning? Is it? I'm sorry. If you're over 30, <laughs> if you're over 30, you're feeling this. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just describe my body right now. And I ain't even in bed. So like. <laughs> but these are things to consider. Like, we shouldn't ignore stiffness because number one, yeah. it means you need to stretch. It means your muscles are tight. Yes. It means you got some tension. It means that there could be emotional trauma that's trapped in your body in different places and you feel it most in the morning after you haven't been moving around. Yes. All that. But also stiffness could be signs of other more serious things. Not to scare you, but it could be. So it's important to, to make pay you a- aware. Right. That part. So it's important to pay attention to these things. Like, if you going through your day and all of a sudden you have a sharp pain, don't ignore the sharp pain and be like, you know what? I'm fine. I can make it. It's gone now. We're good. No. What the hell is that pain? Like, what was that? <laughs> what was it? it? So maybe to be afraid. You don't want to know. Agreed. You know, like I, 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 I'm one of those people. So like, ah, ah. It went away. <sighs> It must have been gas. Right. And that's it. You just move on with your day. Most of the time, it probably is. But if it keeps coming back, if it's a recurring okay, thing, you know different. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying be a hypochondriac, but it, we do. I what you were saying. I know. But we do so much <laughs> and we ignore ourselves so much. That's yeah. the part that is scary like you can't be ignoring yourself and dying on the inside and you don't know because you don't want to know like you have to take care of yourself that is a form of self-care that is the, and I'm, go ahead i was gonna say that's the the epitome of self-care <laughs> go ahead oh absolutely no i'm glad that you did bring up how we are you know 30 percent more likely to die from heart disease because this month alone the month of february is heart disease awareness month mm-hmm. so we as black women, even if it hasn't impacted you, someone you know has been impacted by that. Yes. So just taking care of ourselves, like Elise mentioned, is essential because we're predisposed to, unfortunately, a lot of negative shit yes. <laughs> that can happen to yes. us because of what stress. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and self-care is a stress killer. Okay? It is. That's what we need to do. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. The last thing as far as physical self-care. So I do want to mention this. It may be too much TMI for some folks and it may not, but explore what gives you pleasure. Like it is good. It is natural. It is healthy to have some forms of pleasure in your life. Get sensual with it. And that's, that's, I just explore your senses get situated get situated stop yes. that's what she meant by that 
Basically, but like we should not be cutting ourselves off from pleasure. It is okay to enjoy your life like, and to enjoy parts of your life, to enjoy yourself in some things. Like maybe drinking a, a good, really, really good glass of wine is pleasure for you. Maybe getting downright personal with yourself is pleasure for you. Maybe eating a decadent piece of cake is pleasure for you. But whatever that is, get to know it, explore it, understand it, learn what gives you pleasure so that you could have those little moments of joy because they add to the beauty, the beauty of life. They really do. So I'm just saying, get you a rose, (laughs) get you a little something, light some candles, have you that good glass of wine. Have you some cut strawberries or something? Whatever. Just enjoy yourself. Look, I don't know where you're listening to this podcast right now, but guess what? Where I am, it is freezing outside. Okay. I'm telling you, it's cold out here for a pimp. When you're trying to get some groceries, but no limp. Oh, you don't want to be, uh, be slip sliding out there in that ice with holding some groceries, doing a Jane Brown split. You didn't mean to. Mm-mm. Okay. Oh my gosh, that actually did happen to me. I wonder if we still have the video. Anyway, <laughs> look, what you need to do is go ahead and click on the link fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash and you are able to get free delivery for your first order over $35. What, how inflation is playing out in these streets, that's probably about three, four, five things. Boom, free delivery. What you mad about? Exactly. What you mad about? Exactly. No complaint, no issue. That's, that's the best you can do. I'm telling you, just Go ahead, click on the link fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash and you will have hand selected, very well taken care of groceries that the shoppers pick up based on your preferences. They make sure to keep your eggs safe, your avocados don't be bruised, your bread be nice and fluffy and stuff. You, You will be taken care of. Don't even worry. Just kick back, put your feet up and watch the groceries come to your door. Nothing feels better than that. Ding dong. And you have all your groceries at the door. <laughs> Bing bong. How about that? Exactly. Look, let Iscart know we sent you by go ahead and clicking on that link. Fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash. You can sit up there and shop multiple stores on one single order while you sit on your big comfy couch. Oh, that just sounds so good, especially right now. Like, I'm serious. I, I think I hurt myself with that split. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm too old for that. I ain't flexible. I'm not even flex. So I'm a both. Like, come on. Go ahead. Click on the link. Fulltime.com. Fulltime.com. <laughs> Fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash. So how can you make sure that you are no longer a victim of superficial self-care. Well, social self-care, that is also something that you can look into. This is something that is new to me as well. (laughs) Why not work about like that? I don't know. But look, (laughs) socializing and connection are important to us. That's what makes us human, okay? We need that, especially since we are community-oriented. Duh, that makes sense. Feeling close to others can have an impact on your energy, mood, and mental health. I know it, it bothers me. If I'm someone that's 
I'm close to we're at odds with one another or whatever, or we're not understanding each other correctly or deciding to give each other some unnecessary space. And sometimes you need space. Yes. I'm not going to lie about that. I don't care how community oriented we are. Sometimes that's what we bother with. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a person, but I don't have that choice as a parent. But you know what? We're not going to get into that. <laughs> so anyways, you got to make time for those that matter to you. Family. Your close friends. I'm not talking about any old acquaintance. Somebody just knows your name, you know, and know where you were born or whatever. I'm talking about true, true friends who actually serve you and you serve them, mm-hmm. you know, type of situation. Um, you have to safely mix the actual face-to-face time with social distance connections. When the pandemic first started, I noticed a drop in my mood. I think because not only the distance that was between both myself and friends and family, but the fact that I didn't have control over that. Right. Because I could have had the same period of time not seeing friends and family before the pandemic, but now I couldn't see them. It was a a barrier Mm -hmm. between us, whatever. That definitely impacted my mood. Um, But the actual mix of face-to-face time, I feel like, I'm still there because I'm still quarantining to an extent Mm -hmm. because it is still a pandemic going on. Um, You don't want to discount the impact of safe physical touch. You know, some people truly need hugs, handshakes, pats on the back. I mean, these things can definitely uplift your spirit, especially for those who uh, live alone. I guess I don't really pay much attention to that mm-hmm. because I'm being touched constantly <laughs> with little baby hands mm-hmm. and furry paws and everything else. And so, I, but I do understand that it's a possibility to be touched out. Yeah. Like you, you, you're done with being touched. Like it's, it's weird. It's like a, it's a fine balance between I'm not getting touched at all to I'm getting touched too much. Can just back up off yeah. me and let me have some type of space. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can definitely understand that. Um, theoretically, because that was not my situation in the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic. I was definitely one of the ones living alone that was, I guess, starved for a touch. So I remember mm-hmm. um, you came to visit me and it was just like, Yep, I need a hug. I just, I thanks, need it. <laughs> you didn't say that though. I you did not say that. I could just tell. You and just, I was like, and you just okay, did it. Let me just give you. <laughs> you, you like, oh, thank you. I needed girl. that. Like, oh, okay. I needed that so bad. You just took it upon yourself. Thank God to give me a hug. Because you weren't going to ask. I sure wasn't. I surely was not. Because I was like, this is weird as hell. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say that, but um, but yeah, it was definitely necessary. Going, it was months, I guess, having no real physical connection, contact, exposure to people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely am. I don't discount that at all. But I know as a mom during the pandemic, when my son was in any type of daycare or anything like that, I was touched out. Yeah. Okay. Like, and then where can you go? Right. It's not where to go. 
y'all in the same, underneath the same roof, okay, be it an apartment, be it a house or whatever, you're all in the same area and kids don't understand mommy needs her time to herself Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, I just want to be on you, I want to hang on you, I want to do this and it's like, you don't want, you feel kind of bad and guilty as a mom, you're like just just give me my time to myself, but you have to get there in order to give them true love and not superficial (laughs) care because you uh, won't acknowledge the fact that you need some distance as well, so yeah, being touched out is a thing. I didn't know it was a thing until I saw somebody post it in this mommy group, and I'm like, oh my gosh! So I'm not crazy. Yeah, I'm not. It's not an issue with me. Like this is a real thing. I mean, and during um, the superficial self care, when it comes to the social aspect of it, removing toxic relationships or redefining connections in your life. I mean, if you are in a situation where you have a one sided friendship. You're always the one calling. You're all the always the one texting. You're always the one reaching out. You're always the one on the phone listening to their issues and their problems. But then when you come to them about something you're going through, somehow the conversation go right back mm-hmm. to where they are the one getting the attention and getting uh, advice and everything else. Mm, that is for the birds. I have had quite a few of those in life and keyword had mm-hmm. because they're no longer in my life. I, I can't do it anymore. And they may not even notice they're doing it, but the fact is that a true friend would. Yes. But you know what? I'm talking about myself a lot. How are you doing? Yes. What's going on with you? Exactly. You know, like how can we serve each other type of situation mm-hmm. or abuse? Unfortunately, abuse has, it has, I don't even know if it has truly gone up because no way to report it because people aren't out and about in the world where other people could notice Mm -hmm. changes in their behavior or what trauma they may be going through at home because of the pandemic, they are stuck at home with their uh, said abuser and they're probably unsafe and just negative relationships altogether. And this doesn't necessarily mean people that you are your family or friends. It's also your coworkers too. Yeah. Like, you noticed you were feeling better when you were at home. And then when you went back into the office, that abusive manager mm-hmm. is back in your face. Mm-hmm. Now they have access to you. Now it's no longer just harassing you virtually. Like now they are right next to you, whatever. Because a lot of people, they we talk about bullying a lot, but we don't talk about bullying in the workplace. Yes. You know, bullying doesn't just happen in school environments. Mm-hmm. It ha- those people grow up and get jobs. They sure do. And they impact people around them. Mm-hmm. That, that's Sadly, some people just don't grow up. Some people Mm-mm. are stuck as their adolescent self, unable to manage their emotions and are just bullies and they grow into adult bullies and they make it their yep. miserable life's work to make everybody mm-hmm. else miserable too. So yeah, we, we going to talk about that. I wrote that down. We, we definitely are. <laughs> um, But in addition, you were talking about the one-sided relationships and abuse. So keep in mind, this this could be mental, emotional, not just physical abuse. Financial. Financial abuse. And with things being one-sided, understand, too, that you have... You have to protect yourself. You don't want people sucking the life out of you, basically. So... Anytime you have a situation where things are completely one-sided, like how Isha was talking about, if you don't remove it completely, definitely 
redefine it. Like if this person has at times shown that they can be there for you, but the majority, like 30% of the time they there, 70% of the time is all about them kind of situation. Maybe it's just a circumstance where you need to redefine that connection and set boundaries to where, you know what, if I am feeling low or if I'm feeling a little bit depleted. I'm just not talking to this person, period. Whether they call me or not, like I just, I I know that I cannot talk to them on this day. Um, Or understand that some conversations just need to be off limits and make sure that you are speaking up and saying those things. Like there are, are times where I've had conversations with kind of people who are always talking about themselves and would forget or with that you're even there right or just (laughs) at the very the very end of the conversation when we about to get her to phone just to be pc yeah oh so how are you so i've had those conversations and i felt so drained afterwards and then i realized i don't have to do this to myself like Mm -hmm. i I don't have to Mm -hmm. i don't have to so either number one i'm not answering the phone and that's perfectly fine number two i'm telling them i will answer the phone and i will ask like so what's going on are you okay if they're fine, okay, well, you know, I only have like five, 10 minutes. So let me, I'll, I'll call you. I'll call you later. Another day, another time. Baby. I don't even know about answering the phone and saying, hey, how are you? I already know you're calling me for something. So I'm not More going to likely. answer the phone anyway. Right. I'm not going to open the door for you to kick that bitch off the hinges. Like, yes. no. Yes. And as a good, as a good friend, and being aware that other people have emotions, like do yourself the favor of checking with the person first. Like, do you have emotional capacity for this conversation right now? And that will, that will, and that's you. Like if you're the person that needs to talk or something, like ask the person that you are calling to talk, do you have emotional capacity for this right now? Can you, I, I really have, some things I'm going through that I want to talk about. Do you have the energy? Are you able to have this conversation with me right now? Like Mm. that, that is growth to like another level. Like that is self-care, not only for you, but for the person that you're talking to, like you are Mm -hmm. caring for two people at one time. That's a twofer. So try that out because that shows that you don't have just concern for yourself. You also have concern for the person that you're talking to. But you have respect for their time and their energy as well. And this is not a one-sided situation to where it's just about me and my feelings and not about, you know, what the other person's going through. Because they could be going through some like shit. I feel like as a friend, yeah, I get that part. But I feel like as a friend, you should already know the temperature of what your friend could be going through. Like, because mm-hmm. you are in, as a friend, I'm not saying all friends got to talk every single day or whatever. but you're aware of issues they may be going through. So then you decide, uh, maybe I'm not going to put this on or they got a lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. But if you're only one of those people who pick up the phone every three, four, six months to call somebody because you done ran out of everybody else you talked to the dumb one and now you found somebody else, then I don't expect those people to be like, how is your emotional state right now? Can I talk oh, to yeah, you right no. now? No, they're not. No, they they're don't not even know what's going on with your life because they haven't talked to you since the last time they needed you. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is personal. It is. It is. But we need to talk about it because I, I, we like we know people don't talk. Like People don't have these conversations <laughs> and we need yeah. to because these are things that not only 
they they impact us to the point where they can alter how we feel throughout the day. They can create additional stress and we have to do things necessary on both ends to to fix that. So, but anywho, moving on. The third way to handle self-care was mental self-care. So some non, um, the non-superficial route involves a lot because our minds are like computers. They are sitting there computing away. Things are happening. We don't even know. They are allowing us to breathe and uh, have bodily functions and things without even thinking about it. And these processes are automatic and don't even require thought. And in addition to that, there are some patterns and things that are learned and they become consistent in our lives. So we have the ability to download and receive information as well as upload and release information all the time. Mm. So it's important to keep up with our mental health because you can just as easily have things trapped in your subconscious that you have completely, what's the word, um, repressed. So here are some things that you can do to take care of your mental health. The first is do something challenging or learn something new. We're always growing. Mm. I know we are always growing. And I know the thought as an adult is like, girl, I ain't got time to learn nothing new. I ain't no child. But but you do. You do. You do. Yes. And I'm starting to realize that more and more, too. I'm like, I have a lot of time. Like my 24 hours aren't cut down. It's just a matter of planning it. And which is something I'm working with my therapist on that yes. I need to use a planner because I bounce around a lot. I feel you. I do, too. See, I just changed the subject. See, this is what I'm talking about. See, go ahead. Go ahead <gasps> when Elise. you said it, I automatically thought of our addiction to planners. And I was just like, this is why I haven't bought one. But at the same time, I have been using my calendar and my phone more to actually write out and schedule things. So that's so important. It is. It is. I don't know. We but, need to talk about that. We need to talk about that. The first Q, Q1 is about to be over. It is. Okay. Coming up soon. Let's try to be def- different Q2. Okay. Let's do that. So do something challenging. This stimulates the mind through critical thinking, analysis, and problem solving, which helps keep your mind sharp. The last thing you want is to let your your sharpness dull because you need that in every aspect of your life. You need it at work. You need it dealing with people. You need it um, just being aware of your surroundings. So some things might be as far as home security preparation. So maybe you are looking at your home, you have a new home, and now you are thinking of not only exit routes, fire safety, uh, different things that you can buy or learn in order to protect yourself in your home. It could be a matter of taking self-defense courses, or perhaps you want to get into 2A and gun safety and, you know, protecting yourself that way. There are different things. These are all things that you can learn or try something new or do something challenging that have a direct impact on not only your mental capacity and sharpness, but also your intern physical safety. Like the the effects can impact or help protect you physically. Um, Mm -hmm. Next, you want to practice acceptance and self-compassion and grace. This one, 
we, I think, as Black women, don't do this enough. We don't give ourselves grace enough because the world has determined that we have to be superwomen, but not human. Mm -hmm. We don't give ourselves enough compassion. I know for a fact I don't do this. I have been so conditioned towards perfection that is unattainable that nothing is ever good enough. And so I will pick myself apart to bare bones and then I'm picking the bones. Like (laughs) it it can be bad, but also acceptance, Mm -hmm. like understanding your limits is a form of acceptance. Understanding your, uh, your strengths and weaknesses are the form of understanding and acceptance. So this aids in developing a healthier self image and how we view and talk to ourselves. It is so important to talk to yourself appropriately. Like you should not be talking to yourself like a piece of trash on the street. You should be talking to yourself just like your best friend, like someone you love, someone that is the utmost precious thing. Beyonce was like, I took a vow that from now on, I'm going to be my own best friend. That's what she said. I'm not going (laughs) to sing it because I'm not going to do it justice to all the beehive and everything. But you know, that's what she said though. That's what Queen B said. So you should do that. That's important. And I'm not just, I got to do it to myself. I have to be my own best friend too. I'm learning. I'm getting there. Um, That was in my head. (laughs) And then last for mental self-care, consider making dream and vision boards. Now, this is something that I feel like I've gotten personally, personally, I've gotten away from um, I have not stopped dreaming. I've not stopped having visions, but I have stopped making like boards and things. But this exercise helps to stimulate the creative portion of your brain. It also helps to stimulate the uh, critical thinking side because you have to analyze your current situation and how you wish to improve it. So it combines like the best parts of your brain. Basically, it combines everything. And then at the end of it, you have something that you can strive for, something that you can be motivated by, something that can pull you further through each day that um, just helps to uplift you mentally. So it creates a point of focus. So I think dream mm-hmm. and vision boards are one of those things that I know a lot of people have talked about in the past, but I don't. I don't know. I, I me personally haven't seen it come up as often as it used to. Like I feel like it was like really, really hot. Yes. At one point. I remember that too. Have you ever done one? Yeah, I've done one before. Like I've completely fallen off. I haven't done one in years now. I mean, but when you did it, do you see feel a diff? Do you feel different? Like from actually taking that step to actually do one? I wanted to do one. I've never done it. Yeah, I I did it and I felt really good. Number one, because I love creative things. So it was like, ooh, how can I like put my dreams on a board? Like, what can I do? And then I think for me, I probably didn't do as much critical review of my current situation as as I probably should have in order to make it totally attainable. But I will say that the things that I had put on it, some of them I did attain like as of me today versus me back way back then when I created it, I definitely have achieved some of those things and I'm excited about that, but I haven't done it, like I said, in years. And so I feel like, again, it's one of those things that helps you focus and one of those forms of manifestation. So like, I think 
So basically, you're saying we need to do one as full time podcast. Probably do. I mean, it's a great. Dream or vision board somewhere. Yeah, it's it's great that we talked about. We always talk about like goals and how we want to move forward and things like that, but. We probably actually do. doing a work, not just talking about it. Yes. Like manifestation. Yes. Add some black girl magic water. Sprinkle, mix it sprinkle, up. sprinkle. Yes. You know, All some that. coconut oil. Add mm-hmm. some coconut some oil shea in butter there. Or something. And, you know, yeah. some shea butter in there. You know what I'm saying? Like get mm-hmm. some little, uh, mix it up with a, a eyebrow brush. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Tell me why I'm so way. Mm-hmm. We could really turn this into something. So. Yeah. Hmm. Notate it. <laughs> So um, we have one more point of how you could make sure that you no longer, you know, do with this superficial self-care after this commercial break. Check out our blog, fulltimeblackwomen.com. Not only can you go there to look at different articles, listen to our episodes, but now, guess what? You can buy some merch. You get some merch. You get some merch. You all get some merch. Come on, support Full Time Black Woman Podcast by going to our website, fulltimeblackwomen.com, so you can pick up some of the latest, greatest merch that we have to offer because you're a part of this community. Come on, a little bit. Exactly. We have just about any and everything that you could think of. Our first full launch was our mug lines. If you have not checked out the mugs, please do yourself a favor. There are mugs representing the podcast. If you want to have a little jokey joke, inside joke, you got mugs with something funny on your side and non non non-threatening what's the word jesus that's boring, boring. Just, just regular <laughs> schmegler regular schmegler on, on one the side, other but side. On the... yes so make sure you stop by the blog fulltimeblackwoman.com and check out the merch 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 cart check out. I'm a part of the full-time black woman mark. Oh, merch, merch. You need some merch. Don't play around and get that merch. Full-time black woman merch. You want some more. Don't worry, guys. We got you for show. Full-time black woman merch. We got your back. Come on back and make a stack. Drop a stack on that merch. You hey. know the, uh, 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 Alicia. Okay, Alicia, look at me like you want me to be quiet. But I'm just excited about that merch. All right, we are back. So the last point is spiritual self-care. Like even during our stats for that as, you know, a portion of the uh, writers spoke about your emotional well-being is also deal with the condition of your soul or spirit. So or spirit. I don't want to keep saying that. Spiritual self-care focuses on the bigger picture of life. Something that I feel like a lot of us shy away from because it is daunting and also it's scary to think, mm-hmm. what have I been doing versus what do I want to do? Yeah. What I have been doing seems to always outweigh where I would like to go, which it should be the other way around. It should be completely opposite. But once again, in your own head, like you said, at least mm-hmm. picking at those bones. Mm-hmm. Um, it includes things like how you connect to a higher power or finding deeper meaning in life in your life or doing what you feel called or compelled to do to make a difference while you're here. Oh, goodness. That whole sentence alone just made me think, mm, I need to stay off social media a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I need to focus a little bit more on who I am versus scrolling mm-hmm. and everything else. 
reflect on your experiences and life lessons. Can they help others? I feel like everything that you have been through somehow is someone else is going to end up going through it as well. So don't discount your own life experiences Mm -hmm. and feel as if they couldn't be lessons to others. You know, never, ever discount what you've been through because guess what? You overcame it. That's why you are where you are today. Mm -hmm. So you have some magic that you can spread around to someone else so they don't have those same um, uh, pitfalls in life. And they don't have to be experiences for them. They could be lessons they could pass down to other people as lessons as well. Practice um, acknowledging the things you are grateful for. I know, at least you mentioned, we tend to not allow to give ourselves grace Mm -hmm. as much as we should, especially as much as we go through. But I feel as if giving yourself the time to just five, 10, 15 seconds a day, just to be grateful for what you have gone through. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't have to say it out loud. Sometimes you just say it in in your head or whatever like that. I'm so grateful for the life that I have today. Mm-hmm. I am so grateful for my sound mind. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for my health. I'm so grateful for the positive vibes that I put out there into the world for others to be able to get them to the next step. Even if I don't witness it, at least I know that I attempted and I tried and to contribute towards making someone else better. And because the best part I feel like is giving back to others. Like, the, when I was younger, <laughs> and my mom used to always say, the power is given is better than the power received. I'm like, she, she crazy as hell, man. I want to get it. I don't know what she's talking about. I'm trying to get, get, get it. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, it is true. It you is. have so much more joy when you give to someone who is deserving and thankful mm-hmm. for it. You got to have those two things, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you keep giving to somebody who is not deserving or who is not thankful, mm-hmm. that is when you're being drained. Yep. But when you give to someone who is deserving or thankful, it's actually filling you up more mm-hmm. yeah. as a person or whatever. So, yeah, give back to others. Your spiritual self-care needs it, and it is necessary for you to become a better person. Absolutely. And then... Absolutely. Um, when you were talking about practicing gratitude, I, mm-hmm. it can be as simple as, you know, just having your a place to live, having food to eat, like mm-hmm. not not being because I know I, I think a lot of times we either forget how far we've come or we choose not to acknowledge it because we're trying to get further or it's like um I don't know gratitude I think is one of those things that we tend to put on the back burner like if it's not big Mm -hmm. it's not enough to be grateful for or something like that but it could be small things and um like what like I said just having the ability to eat having being able to breathe another day you woke up this morning. That's something to be grateful for. Because a lot of people didn't. A lot of people didn't. Um, or you were able to get out of bed without being stiff. That is something mm. to be grateful for. <laughs> That's a lot to be grateful for. <laughs> right. A lot. Yes. Okay. Um, so that that gratitude piece is is totally important. There was something else specific I wanted to say about that. And I totally oh, being grateful does not mean you don't have to be ambitious. Like being grateful doesn't mean that you 
have to stop yourself yes. from bettering your position either. So you can have both of those at one time. You can be grateful and move forward and want better at the mm-hmm. same time. That's totally possible. Um, and then as far as giving back to others, I I love that. We're going to move to the actual last one. <laughs> the very last, which we tend to forget. It makes sense that you would, we would forget this one because who actually is thinking about emotional self-care? I don't, I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think about emotions because um, like, yeah, I think it's one of those things because we're taught as full-time black women that we have to hide these. We are taught that we have to control them, especially because of the control st- something that's imaginary because you don't have emotions. That that part. And we have to avoid the stereotypes related to them. So feeling the need to be strong and not weak. That's that's the idea of emotion. Like we we can't look weak. We have to be strong all the time. But at the same time, <laughs> we we're not supposed to have these emotions at all, like Isha said. And you don't want to be invalidated. So there's this idea of I have to I have to be strong. There, there's no emotion that can peak out whatsoever. But as a human being, you have to remember that you have the right to feel. You have the right to acknowledge and express your emotions. Like these are a human mm-hmm. right. Yep. So find a healthy emotional outlet. If you find yourself getting stressed, getting angry, getting frustrated, um, if you find yourself sad all the time or something like that, um, we always talk about therapy. We're not discounting therapy at all, but find a, an emotional outlet of some sort. Maybe that is your therapist. Maybe that is a counselor. Maybe that's exercising. Maybe it is doing something for others. Like maybe you find joy in service and while you are serving others you are able to put life into perspective maybe that's the case but find something healthy to do um overeating and 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 eating emotionally is not necessarily a healthy outlet no so been there done that doing it exactly (laughs) yeah i feel you i feel you (laughs) one thousand percent and uh understand that boredom is also an emotion so if you are eating out of boredom, that is not a healthy thing to do. Find something for yourself to do, like engage your mind or engage your body or engage some other way other than eating for emotional support. Um, another thing you can do is develop your emotional intelligence. This is something that is one of those buzzwords, once again, that has started to come around. Uh, really? I feel so. I definitely, we're going to do a topic on it. Emotional intelligence. Okay. But, um, emotional intelligence is understanding your emotions and the emotions of others and how they impact you and others. So just basically understanding emotions and having the intelligence, read the room, right. That, and having the intelligence to use them or control them or basically be a master of emotions. That's, that's essentially how I think of it. Um, but develop that. Like there's different aspects of emotional intelligence and we'll get into it in another episode, like I said, but develop the aspects of emotional intelligence that allow you to maneuver throughout life without being controlled by your feelings. And so this could be like self-awareness. This could be like your social skills, things like that. So I don't want to dive too much into it because we're going to have a whole pod about it. 
So make sure you stay tuned to Full-Time Black Women in the Future so that you can hear and learn more about it. And then the last phase is to identify and express your needs, wants, and desires. This is so important because we don't typically do this. You cannot go through life expecting people to read your mind, know exactly what you need at all times, let alone know exactly what you want at all times. People are not uh, all powerful, all knowing. They do not have superpowers. You have to take accountability by of identifying number one, what it is that you need and want and desire. Cause these are three separate things. That's why they are three separate words. You need food, you need a house or some form of roof over your head. You need income coming in so you can pay for said things. You want new clothes. You want good conversation. You desire, I don't know, a trip to Spain, whatever. These are things, whatever, whatever the case may be, whatever your needs, wants and desires are, understand that they are three separate things. It is your job to identify them. After you identify them, it is your job to also express, talk about, bring up, acknowledge, let people know these are what this is what I need. This is what I want. And this is what I desire, because you going through life and hoping that somebody will do what you want them to do. Hope, wishing, wishing, hoping and wishing and wanting. I don't know how the rest of that song go, but I just know that that came to mind. I, I don't know where it came from. I feel like a cartoon, but it doesn't matter. I thought that's an actual song. It is. From the 70s, right? It okay. is, but I, my remembrance <laughs> of it, I think, came from a cartoon. Perhaps it was a oh, movie. Okay. One of those rom-com things. Either way, the song didn't lie. You're going to be doing all them things if you think Somebody's going to read your mind and give you everything your heart desires. Plenty of arguments, broken friendships, broken promises, broken relationships, broken commitments or loss of loyalty at work is because you did not speak up and say what it is you needed, wanted or desired. Understand some some that is part of the problem. You can't expect a job and in, in this place you can't expect an employer to know that you want to move up if you never expressed that you want to move up just because you have tenure does not mean that you have a, a desire to move up in your or business just because you're producing results that doesn't mean anything they may think that you're just comfortable and have mastered your current position that's where you want to stay exactly a closed mouth MOUF does not get Fed. We have to act a little bit more like children. My toddler will let me know in a second what he wants to do, mm-hmm. why he needs this, and something that he just really, 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 really want. Okay, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't know that if he didn't tell me. Exactly. So that's the same thing as adults too. That's a show of growth. That's a mm-hmm. show of being an adult mm-hmm. and being able to positively communicate and not just holler and scream when you don't get your way that. and act like a brat. So that. yes, yes. emotional self care. And if you don't know how to say these things, people write them down. You know, mm-hmm. not text. I can't stand people text me a freaking book. Like, look, yeah, okay. <laughs> You're better off. Write me a letter. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll read that more than I'll read a text. 
or the text go in and out the out your head or whatever. Yes. Or journaling, writing to yourself yes. so you can find out what your needs and wants and desires were. Maybe you're not sure. That's why it's hard for you to communicate to people. I can't stand someone to ask me, so what do you want? Right. And I haven't had time to think yes. of what I want and mm-hmm. where to process what's going, 50 million things going through my head or whatever. And then you just like, I'll get back to you. And you never do because mm-hmm. you're going over those 50 million things still in your head. Sitting down and having time with yourself allows you to get to that space where you are confident enough to communicate your needs, your wants, and desires to others because you have really sat down and digested it within yourself first. Mm. So check it out, Journey into Journaling. It's an article on our blog, fulltimeblackwoman.com. And it's also an episode that we did um, thanks to Elise Real. So if you have something that you would like to add to this topic or some other topic that we have yet to discuss, go ahead, send us an email, contact at fulltimeblackwoman.com. That is contact at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Go ahead and follow us on all of our social medias on Twitter at FTBlackWoman, on Instagram and Facebook at FullTimeBlackWoman. And make sure you understand that we need you to be a part of this community in order for all full-time women, myself and Elise included, feel as if we can depend on each other to get to the next step. So yeah, make sure that you also go rate and review us. We love getting vibes. We absolutely adore it. Uh, but we also are working on our ability to set criticism. So if there's any way that we can improve, feel free to let us know that as well. And just to let you know, we do read all of the reviews on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate love every single one. Thank you so much for that. And um, again, if you feel the need to not send in a review, but rather send it to us directly, you can hit up all of those locations that Isha mentioned so eloquently. And go ahead and check out our blog, fulltimeblackwoman.com, where you too can grab some full-time Black Woman merch. We are coming out with more and more options for you to uh, be able to be a part of this community and to also contribute to what we are trying to do here on our podcast for professional and entrepreneur black women. So go ahead, fulltimeblackwoman.com. All right. So with that, let's slide right into the final segment of the show. Let's get hashtag Casperish. For those that don't know, for the OGs that have been with us, you have fully aware of what this is, but for those that don't know, hashtag Casperish is when we get a little transparent, a little personal about our experience in relation to the topic at hand so that you get to learn a little bit more about us and a little bit deeper insight into what we think. So Isha, what was your perspective on self-care and how has it changed as time progressed? I was in that group of people who believed that self-care was expensive mm-hmm. um, before I realized I needed self-care. Uh, um, and then there was another barrier of, well, can it fit into the budget? Mm-hmm. And not realizing that self-care is all around me. Self-care is me, you know? So Ooh. just time to myself is a form of self-care and mm. getting to that point, that was another sign of growth. Um, I feel like, but then again, you don't realize these things until you have gone through some. I feel like you got to go through stuff first to appreciate things. Like you, sometimes you got to go through little spats and stuff with your, your friends to appreciate them as your friend. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying every relationship got to have that, but yeah, we we not promoting struggle love. We not promoting no. Str- <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank you for correcting me. Thank you for, <laughs> for correcting me. That was necessary. Um, but yeah, like when you go through stuff and you actually come out on the other side when 
while you were going through it, you didn't believe that there was an end in sight. Um, having options and things for you to do to help prepare you for the next one because mm-hmm. they always come. Life is always happening. Mm-hmm. Like nothing is perfect. Nothing is stagnant. Nothing is monotone. It's, it's always going up and down, up and down, up and down. And um, just having those key benefits in your pocket for to help you get ready for the next, not just struggle, but just the next phase of your life. You mm-hmm. know, like you have to have that downtime and realizing that I am a queen of superficial self-care. Queen! Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it was a territory, you can't cross this bridge. Right. I'm a superficial self-care troll. Mm-hmm. That's what I am. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I I try to do better than I slip. I'm a I'm a self-care backslider. Okay. <laughs> but this has educated me. Okay. I'm trying to be like Rosa Parks. Okay. Right. I'm gonna try to be a yogi. Right. A, a, a black yogi. That's right. What about you, Elise? Um, uh, what was your perspective on self-care and has it changed? Definitely. Definitely. Uh, it has changed. My perspective on self-care was definitely around the luxurious side. Not that I was affording luxury because I definitely I really wasn't. That was not in my wheelhouse, but it was my idea of it was what was marketed. Like you take vacations, mm-hmm. you get the spa treatments, you have real expensive drinks or you you do mm. the bubble bath and candles and music playing and stuff with a book, eating bonbons and a glass of wine. Like those things, I I will still do those. Like they they were relaxing or they made me feel good or whatever in the moment. They helped in the moment, but I never considered it self-care to do the deep work. Like to do, mm-hmm. like you said, it's it's life. Like this is a part of that you have to do. <laughs> you have to do this. Like this is how you live. I didn't think of it that way. It was always superficial. Um. So yes, my perspective on self care has definitely changed. It was changing when I made the decision to go into therapy. It was changing when I started to realize feeling guilty for taking time for myself was not the way like, Mm. and just learning different aspects of myself. Like your self-care needs will grow with you. They're going to change as you evolve. That is so true. So true. Yes. Yes. So I, I think that was the biggest thing that I learned. Like, my little need for a bubble bath is now outweighed. By <laughs> yes, is now outweighed by the need to like focus on boundaries and focus on making sure I am not emotionally drained or um doing things that challenge me. Like I need yeah. to feel like I'm accomplishing things. And when I don't, like, I start to feel really down. Like, I, I feel like, well, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> and I didn't. Just existing? Right. Uh. And I didn't realize that that was something that I needed. Like, I, I need to 
serve in a way or I need to be able to feel like I'm growing in some kind of way. So Mm -hmm. doing new things, trying new challenges, doing things that get my mind to work, like editing. I didn't know that I needed to edit. Like, you know, you... Like you edit because you have to, right? Because we have to get the pods out. But I didn't know that in a stint where I wasn't editing, like it was a couple of weeks back to back to back, that I um I wasn't the one edited. And I was like, Jesus, this is not. I can't, I feel so like <laughs> useless. Look, look, if you want to edit, right. I will gladly allow you to take that over as the edit queen. No, no, this is right. your here, girl. Don't you deprive yourself of your desires it's to edit. So, right, girl. It's so weird, but it was that sense of challenge and accomplishment. You want it to sound right or sound good. And so it was just like, I, and that I'm not saying, hilarious. I'm not saying that when I wasn't editing, it didn't sound right. I want to make that clear. That's not what I'm saying. What I like, you want it, you, you want to edit, like you want to, you want it to, when you're editing, you want it to like avoid all the skips or something, whatever it is. But yeah, that's what I I was going through during that time. And I needed to break, but it was just like, oh no, I have to, I have to edit. It was weird. That is weird. The whole, (laughs) the whole statement was weird, but yeah, look, I'm not going to deprive you. Of your wants and needs, you just let me know when you need. Like, oh, no. can I just get it, please? Exactly. Get that. Girl, I'm just I'ma throw it your way. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we hope that you got all the gems from this and understand that self-care is a way of life. It is more than just the bubble baths, it is more than just a glass of wine. It is definitely more than shopping sprees and vacations. Like this is something that you need in order to be the most well-rounded, best version of yourself. So do not deny your self-care. It might be harder than, you know, filling up a shopping cart online, but it is well worth it in the end. So with that, that brings us to the end of another episode. We hope that you got everything that you could get from this and will join us again next week. So remember, we are here for you full time from Coffee to Wine. And play your power perfectly. Peace. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Full-Time Black Woman is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full-Time Black Woman wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Help us build this community by sharing with other full-time Black women like yourself. Visit our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. If you have questions or want to add to today's topic, send us an email to contact at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Fulltime Black Woman and on Twitter at FT Black Woman. <laughs>